Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. And boy, do we have some exciting and fun things to talk about today. Hopefully your day is off to a good start. And uh, I appreciate you making me a part of that. Quick little housekeeping here. As always, don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter at Marturka, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, I was gushing yesterday, obviously, about Final Fantasy VII Remake. And, uh, you know, of course, finishing that up, my plan was to go into either Ghost of Tsushima or even really I was thinking about trying to finish The Last of Us 2 but my just kind of immediate love of Final Fantasy had me go back and resub to Final Fantasy 14 because because and I know what you're thinking like oh god here he goes on Final Fantasy 14 again um I'm not caught up on the current patch so I had never actually finished the last patch which I did yesterday um and then now the current patch is out so there is a whole set of you know 10 10 uh quests as well as a dungeon to kind of wrap up the whole complete Shadowbringer story. I mean, this is it. This is the end. This is kind of the cycle that they do. Um, they have four patches that uh, kind of wrap up the expansion. Actually, the third one is the one that wraps up that. This is the one that kind of teases what's coming next in this year's expansion because that's what they do every two years. There's a new expansion in the game. So I decided, you know what? I got to get in there. And I will say I was a little bit worried, which is which is kind of weird thinking like, why would you be worried playing a video game? Uh, I've told you guys before, like the way this game is, is, you know, it's so reliant when you're running those dungeons on everybody playing their role and doing your part. And uh, having not played in so long, I was like, man, just my rotation of my character. And I was in that game. I enjoy playing the tank. Um, so it's my job to obviously pull all the enemies. Um, but it only took a matter of uh, not even five minutes. I mean, it was just one of those things where I said, screw it. I just quickly looked at my abilities, queued right for a dungeon, was immediately in and just went with it. And uh, it was like coming home. It felt really good. Um, and, you know, I, I think one of the the... Big things for me, I think, with these games, with the Final Fantasy games in general, um, is the music. Because I think that was one of the things that really kind of came across in Final Fantasy VII Remake, was just how well the music, like the orchestral pieces and all that, just added to the emotion and to the, the feeling you got while playing the game. Um, and 14 is that same way. You know, coming in and you're in these battles and the... the all the different themes in that that they use, even though, you know, sometimes it'll be different versions of it. Um, it's fantastic. And, you know, I've always seen, like, how they have these touring video game uh, orchestras that go around. I mean, there's, you know, Video Games Live, which is kind of the video game, uh, the general video game one, which is, you know, would be cool to go see, definitely. Um, but this, they, they do Final Fantasy concerts. And I was kind of like, you know, that would be kind of weird going to see because it's just dedicated to one game. No, not at all. Like, more I thought about it, it would be incredible, I think, to go see a Final Fantasy, um, you know, music show, I think would be great um, to go see that. But I'm not going to gush here about Final Fantasy XIV. You know we've spent more than enough time on the show doing that. Um, and, you know, it's it's just one of my favorite games probably ever because it's the game that I just keep on coming back to. And I can't wait to see where it's going to go uh, this year. Uh, speaking of some just fun and interesting games, we did get a teaser yesterday, like a 40-45 second teaser for a new Indiana Jones game coming from Bethesda. Uh, they've partnered up with Lucasfilm Games, which, of course, we were talking about yesterday. You know, 
And I wonder why they put out that sizzle reel and kind of had to reveal their logo and all that. And that's because of this, um, because of the Indiana Jones game officially being announced. A uh, couple interesting bits there, obviously coming from Bethesda, um, which we were uh, given word that Todd Howard uh, is going to be the executive producer for the game. Todd Howard, obviously of Bethesda fame for his role in Elder Scrolls, his role in the Fallout series. Um, so, you know, if you were wondering when Elder Scrolls Six was going to be coming out, well, it could potentially have been a little bit delayed because of this. Uh, obviously, Elder Scrolls Six is years away. Uh, anyways, but, you know, just this is something else that Todd obviously uh, is being pulled over for this. But here's what they had to say in a tweet. They said, a new Indiana Jones game with an original story is in development from our studio. Machine Games uh, will be executive produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. It will be some time before we have more to reveal, but we're very excited to share the news. Um, now, when you watch the teasers, you don't see Indiana Jones. You don't see gameplay or anything like that. But they do kind of give you a little bit of a... a sprinkle of the music kind of that people know uh, we get a glimpse of some photos we get a glimpse of the hat we get a glimpse of the whip um, I'm looking right now there's a, a camera that has the Lucasfilm games logo on it um, uh, some of the people were kind of pulling out of there that it looks like it's going to take place around Vatican City because there is a plane ticket uh, dated to Rome in 1937 um, so you know you're going to probably get Indy kind of in that prime um I don't know. Like I, I'm excited, definitely for an Indiana Jones game. You know, the, the I'm been trying to go through my head. Like, what would we want this to be? You know, Machine Games. These are the guys that did uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order and Wolfenstein: The New Colossus. Obviously, first-person games. You know, would we want an Indiana Jones first-person game? Personally, I wouldn't want that at all. I mean, when I think of what I would want in an Indiana Jones games in my head, I almost think. Well, I already have that with Uncharted. <laughs> you know, the whole Uncharted series is essentially Indiana Jones, right? I mean, even Tomb Raider, kind of where they've gone recently. I mean, the the older Tomb Raiders were going for that, um, and they did they did right. I mean, they they did, but you know, Uncharted took it to the next level, and the newer Tomb Raider games followed suit with Uncharted. So, um, you know, I would I would think they have some pretty big shoes to fill with Uncharted and Tomb Raider, like just because you have the license of Indiana Jones, not only do you have to deliver a good game and be um, not only on par with those games, but you know, you have to deliver a great story, but then also, you know, they have to deliver on just the Indiana Jones names or name. There's going to be expectations coming in with that. I mean, you know, I take that back actually a little bit because yes, there's expectations, but how many, I don't want to say kids, right? Because that's probably not the right word, but how many how how relevant is Indiana Jones today? We know we are getting a new movie, right? That Harrison, I think, is going to be a part of Harrison Ford. Um, so by the time this comes out, Indiana Jones could be very relevant. Um, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls didn't hit as hard as I think they thought it was going to. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see kind of how that comes out. Now, the other piece of this, and basically where the internet was just going bananas yesterday, is, is this game an Xbox slash pc exclusive right because essentially being a bethesda game number one it's going to be on game pass so i'm going to be playing it i know many of you will who have game pass we'll, we'll be getting it regardless so there, there really is no decision as to are am i going to buy it am i going to get it we, we have game pass so it's going to be with game pass the question is going to be will those with playstation be able to play it because this could be one of the first big games that playstation will not get even though it's a licensed game, it is a Bethesda game. Microsoft owns it. This is a Microsoft joint, right, in the end. Um, so who knows? I, I, that, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how that rolls out. You, I mean, again, my mindset is 
you would think that they could just make more money by putting it on the PlayStation platform as as well and just charge people for that. Um, but Microsoft didn't just spend a bunch of money on Bethesda to do that, right? Part of it was to still pull people to the Xbox ecosystem, which not only includes Xbox, but is also the PC, and they just want people into Game Pass. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But uh, exciting. Indiana Jones game, man. I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, one thing that uh, kind of threw me for a loop yesterday as well is we got a trailer for Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which we knew was coming. And Super Mario 3D World is an incredible game on, on the Wii U. Um, you know, that was it was one of those games that when you hear people talk about just the Wii U in general and how a lot of people didn't have the Wii U. The Wii U, you know, had many reasons why people didn't get it, you know, confusion over the name and that. But a lot of people didn't invest in the console. Now, granted, a lot of just Nintendo folks obviously did, but nowhere near what's already invested in the Switch. And that and Super Mario 3D World is one of those games that people always point to and say, that was a game that a lot of people missed. That was fantastic. And, you know, knowing it was coming out, I was interested in what Bowser's Fury was going to be because I did play through Super Mario 3D World. It was actually, I remember my son getting it for Christmas when he was younger. Um, we even went to, the, our mall had like a little showcase where they had a bunch of Wii U set up and they had the game out. And I remember him playing it there and saying like, I want this for Christmas. And so he, of course, got it for Christmas. Um, and of course, dad play, <laughs> was the one who played through it all, right? Um, but, you know, I, I just have that affinity for Mario. I mean, it, it is one of my favorite game series ever. Um, but... I wasn't sure if I was going to rebuy it again. I was like, you know what? I played through it. Do I need to play through it again? Well, this trailer got me hyped to not only replay through the Super Mario 3D World content again, but also in what that Bowser's Fury mode is going to bring. I mean, you see when you're watching the game, the gameplay they show. And I mean, it's just showing all just awesome platforming and, and things that were in Mario 3D World as well as some new things. And then suddenly a giant Bowser appears. The whole screen goes black. He's breathing fire. And then Mario, who is Cap Mario in the moment, which is kind of like the the showpiece ability uh, in in this this game. I mean, you, you've seen it now in some other games, but this is where it originated. And you see him go over and grab this giant bell. He becomes a giant cat. But the best part is he's not only a giant cat. He's a giant Super Saiyan cat. Like, there is no official Dragon Ball crossover. But God, just tell me that doesn't look like a Super Saiyan uh, Mario cat. It's incredible, man. His hair just, he pops up. It's all golden like Goku. Even his tail looks like Goku's head. It's great. And so that right there sold me on this game. I think it's coming February 12th. Um, ah, yes, I'm definitely getting Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury because I got to know what that Bowser's Fury is. I mean, it almost makes me wonder, like, is it going to be just remixes of the current levels that we have, because that's almost how it looks like it plays out. You finish a level and then Bowser appears. So is it going to be like a play through the level, Bowser appears, and then you got to kind of play back through the level with the level kind of remixed? Um, I don't know. We don't really know yet, but uh, it looks like it's going to be great. Looks like it's going to be awesome. Uh, lots of fun. And uh, I know I'll definitely be playing through some of that. So you switch owners. If you're looking for something here early in the year, that's going to be the one definitely to grab for sure. Um, one game that I probably uh, will be playing through again very soon uh, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, there is now a updated patch uh, that is coming uh, for the next-gen consoles. Actually, I mean, it might even be out now already. Uh, but this patch basically is going to do exactly kind of what you wanted it to do. It's going to up the frame rates, up the resolution. I think on the PS5, it's going up to 60. Um, 
they're having, uh, I guess, it'll, it'll be 1440p. Uh, however, the uh, Series X will have a performance mode uh, that can hit the 60 with some dynamic resolution uh, and also get it up to the 1440. I think the uh, Series X will be able to go, uh, depending uh, if you put it in kind of this normal mode is, is what they're calling it, uh, it can get up to 2160 for the resolution, but I think the frame rate will still be uh, at 45, I guess is what it was locked at. It was actually never even at a 30. Um, so if you haven't played that game, I mean, I highly recommend it, especially if you have Game Pass. I mean, it's included on EA Access. Uh, I remember talking about it here on the show. Just the story that that game has is just fantastic. Um, and, uh, you know, any any reason to really play that game, I think, uh, is definitely a good reason and I think uh, getting kind of just this better resolution and, and better frame rate, and that may be the reason to do so, especially with everything kind of, you know, going through High Republic content right now. We had Mando. Um, I've been just craving more Star Wars content, and uh, that the story in that game is great. Um, so I think that might be a, might be worth a, a playthrough uh, yet again to kind of freshen myself up on that story. And finally today, just in some uh, movie news, Netflix put out a uh, kind of sizzle reel, sizzle trailer yesterday as well, just showcasing a bunch of films coming up. And I'll be honest with you, like, none of them are, are named movies that I would really know or that any of you us would know because, of course, it's just kind of Netflix films that we don't know yet. But it, you, know, you know how it kind of goes with Netflix is um, they just kind of put things out. Sometimes they'll put a small little trailer out and then suddenly it becomes a, a major hit. But the news piece coming from that trailer is there's going to be a new movie on Netflix every single week in 2021. That's crazy. I mean, I'd almost have me joking like, well, when's the Netflix movie 2021 movie podcast coming out? Like somebody could literally do a podcast and review a Netflix movie every single week or a YouTube channel every single week. Uh, some of those shown off in that uh, trailer are uh, The Rock, Melissa McCarthy, Halle Berry, Jason Momoa, Amy Adams, Ryan Reynolds, Chris Hemsworth, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and the list just goes on and on and on. I mean, obviously big stars out there. Um, you know, I think part of it, of course, would be just the uh, the wonder of how the pandemic played into some of this as well. You know, that maybe certain movies didn't get released. I mean, you, you don't think they would have been really been held up in terms of releasing them, but more post-production editing, all that probably did get held up. I, w- I would assume some of these movies were supposed to have already come out. Um, but now they have just this back catalog and, and they're just going to start doing it every single week. I mean, really, that is one of the best things they could do to try to compete with HBO Max, uh, you know, with with these other services that are kind of doing these exclusive movies, exclusive series. Um, that is the great way for Netflix to just continue to do it. I mean, the interesting bit is uh, also they you know put out a number that they have 193 million subscribers. That's just crazy, man. When you think of that, like that's a lot, a lot of people um, that are subscribing to that service. Because what was Disney Plus was only what ninety three million, which still super impressive for to have a year, and they're already you know only a hundred million less than Netflix. Um, but um, yeah, so hey, new film in in, Nef- in uh, Netflix every single week. So if you're looking for something new to watch, there you go. That might be uh, where you can find your next next flick. Now they do, they are gonna be across the board too. So there's action movies, horror movies, thrillers, sci fi, romance dramas westerns comedies they, they list one as for the whole family and even musicals there's two musicals that are gonna be on there too so uh lots of stuff something for everyone well guys that's gonna do it for me today gonna wrap it up here uh we're halfway through the week 
we got two more days, so we'll see kind of where the rest of the week goes, but I'm sure we're going to have some exciting things, as always, coming out over the next few days. Don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter at Marturka, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C, and of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. And uh, if uh, you do want to help support the show, you can find that link down in the show notes. Uh, the latest Patreon episode, I'm, I'm hoping to get into it uh, or start recording it probably this weekend. Um, so I'll be reaching out to the patrons over in the exclusive Discord, which you do get access to by becoming a patron to the podcast. And uh, also big thanks as always to Gamergoo for continuing to support the show. Gamergoo, you know, is that antiperspirant for your hands. If you're tired of having that sweaty controller, Gamergoo's got you covered. They have all the kinds of different scents. Just head on over to Gamergoo.com. You can check them all out, including the new Beach Breeze scent. You can get some information on that over there. And if you are interested in purchasing, be sure to use my promo code TEL, T-E-L, and save yourself 10% off your order today. Well, guys, have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.